Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the We Are MCBS podcast for July 25th. This week, we are doing something a little special for you guys today. We are doing a couple weeks worth of Deuteran podcasts. Pete and Jason, we don't know where they are, so we decided to take over. This is Tyler Ozzy Oswald, and sitting at the table of honor with me is... Mr. Ben Macaron. And Mr. Kendall G. Ooh, we all missed us today. Oh, yeah. Gotta be proper. Gotta be proper. So how are you guys doing on this beautiful Winter Park morning? I'm doing fantastic. Not too bad. Not too bad. Can't complain. So as far as I know, you know, normally it's uh, Pete and Jason. They're just sitting here. They're asking for stories. They're, you know, getting the inside of the students. But we're the ones in charge of the doghouse today. Let me rephrase that. We're the ones in charge of the asylum today. Let me rephrase that again. We're in control of the podcast. We got our woohoo crew still because we got a louder, more mean woohoo crew because it's all students today. So in true podcast fashion, we have a couple stories that we're going to be sharing here with you today. I'm going to be playing the role of Jason and allow you guys to share these things with me and I will make my comments. So Ben, please do share. Well, the biggest news over this weekend, San Diego Comic-Con. What's that? It's, I like to consider any Comic-Con as essentially as a Nerd Olympics uh, or the Dork Olympics as I look to (laughs) self-identify. Self-identify dork. I I self-identify as a dork and it's it's the Olympics. And a big dork fandom, Star Wars Clone Wars has been renewed by Disney. So is that something you avidly watched? We talked about this before in the podcast. So San Diego Comic-Con, for a quick recap, is practically the convention where everything happens now you know everybody who is anybody now has a presence at san diego comic-con when back in the day it was as it said it was about comics and now it's become something a lot bigger than what anyone could probably expect it so you mentioned clone wars just right now which last i knew it was getting canceled is that a show you're actively uh, interested in here ben I watched it when it first came out, and I cannot lie, I do not remember a lot of the storylines, but I'm going to rewatch it now, because Disney has done, done such a good job with like redoing the Star Wars series that I can only imagine that they're going to do great with the Clone Wars series, so I'm very excited for it, and I have to rewatch everything now. And just for some clarity, is this the 2D or the uh, 3D Clone Wars? Like, are they bringing back one? It's a 3D one. It's going to be great. Uh, no, it, it, I'm looking forward to it. I have to binge watch now the whole entire original series again. So you won't see me for another two months, maybe. So Now, we know that with San Diego Comic-Con, anything that comes out at Hall H is usually a really big deal. But we here at the MCBS podcast, you know, want you to kind of discover the uh, bigger announcements. You probably already heard them, so there's no need for us to recap. But on the smaller days, the days that people may have not been paying attention to, uh, maybe Kendall has uh, heard something about this, the uh, DC streaming service. So DC Universe is coming out. And... Well, you know, I'm not even going to talk about the streaming service itself, but I actually watched a behind the scenes video and they're doing a full interactive experience just surrounding the uh, DC Universe launch. So not only do you get a chance to test the app, but they're having you go through and reenact pretty much comic panels to life. Like I saw them doing a hallway shot and this will this will show, you know, a bit of my nerdum. But they were doing a scene from the Court of Owls for Batman. See, I saw a couple sets like that. Uh, I know, Kendall, you're from Philadelphia. And uh, me being always sunny in Philadelphia fan, 
They had a whole marketing campaign last Friday about them. Uh, it's a Friday thirteenth, so it was a thirteenth season. So like Clam, they basically made like a, a Philadelphia version of Camp Crystal Lake and put it outside of that. And I thought that was awesome. That that like to me like oh, I'm already that diehard fan, but that marketing campaign is just like genius. The way they clicked like thirteen, just the way it worked out where like the Friday thirteenth was a week before they were announcing the thirteenth season. So it's like and so they're doing something at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, what they did was like they. They had a marketing campaign last week because um, it's their 13th season, and it was Friday the 13th. Yeah. So I did a whole, like, uh, Friday the 13th theme, like Jason Voorhees type deal. Uh-huh. Uh, mainly the first one where Jason wasn't in. Um, and what they did was outside of Comic-Con, they made, like, they reenacted the cabin, had a couple, like, you know, like, fake tree scenes, and you could interact, like, uh, with, like, the cast. It was nice. Yeah, that is honestly fantastic. You know, we mentioned it. You know, anybody who's anyone these days has some kind of presence at Comic Con, and we get so much great news from it. You know, uh, as as a gamer myself, there was a time when I remember waiting, you know, in my chair for announcements from E3 because that was the time when everything came out, and we know that happened last month. And so now, you know, I got to sit in my seat all weekend and go, "What are they gonna announce?" I got super excited for all of it. You know, there, there's nothing that pleases me more than being able to watch a trailer for something that has been in the whispers for so long. Well, if you look at any, like, the past Comic-Cons recently, any big movie or show that has, like, makes an announcement, they make it at Comic-Con. That's, like, that's the new media, like, the new strategy for, like, marketing and advertising your, like, especially when it comes to, like, uh, comics or anything, like, anime or fantasy-based if you want to promote it, you always release the first original trailer or, like, teaser at Comic-Con. That's, like, the big main event when it comes to advertising those, like, those mediums. Yeah, I mean, it used to even start like that, and now I would say Comic-Con's gotten even bigger than that. Oh, it's a, it's an Comic-Con event. Comic-Con is a Goliath. Well, San Diego Comic-Con specifically, we should state, is the one that's the Goliath because I know coming from Southern California, you know, there's a lot of other Comic-Cons out there. Uh, the first one that comes to mind, it's Long Beach Comic-Con. And there's Comic Cons all around the place. If you follow uh, certain stars on Twitter, I know John Barenthal, who plays the uh, Punisher in the Netflix. Great show. Haven't watched it yet. It's on the list of things to do. But uh, he does a lot of what I call the convention circuits, where he'll go and make guest appearance at conventions. And, you know, you'll see on like fan pages and all that it being posted. He's going to like, you know. Dallas Comic-Con or something like that. So that's about all we have for Comic-Con, you know. Much like opening a Christmas present, you don't want somebody else to do it for you. So go out there and discover anything that makes your nerdum, you know, fly. Well, uh, Kendall, I actually have a question for you. Um, uh, as some people might know, you and I have a very different opinion when it comes to sports-wise because you're yes, a sir. Like, Boston guy. And something I actually released this weekend was that a lot of ratings for the new uh, NBA 2K. And... um. I just want to ask your opinion on the fact that instead of just releasing the rosters and releasing all the info of the game, they periodically do that. Like, how would you, like, how do you think that, like, is, is that effective when it comes to, like, instead of, like, giving you all the information right away, you nitpick what to release when? Um, I definitely think it's a good marketing strategy. Like, uh, people are caring about a video game that doesn't come out for, what, another month because they're releasing screenshots and... Uh, ratings and people are going crazy debating over who should be better than who so as a marketing plan it definitely works and it gets people talking now the actual ratings of the players that we could uh dispute yeah, about yeah, we, we can talk about that for hours. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know because what they did was they released lebron james because he's the best player in the world uh but what they did was there's a big debate because the espies were um last tuesday 
And uh, what happened was there's a big debate when it comes to the rookies. You know, you're a Ben Simmons guy. I'm a Jason Tatum guy. Yes, sir. In Boston. But they released the three guys who finished for Rookie of the Year. They rated them the same way. And Twitter and Instagram has been going off because of, for the debate of who's best. And I think that's, like, growing the, like, the need for the game, growing like, the excitement for the game coming up. Definitely. And they strategically made all three players the same rating, 87. So all that's going to breed is more arguments and debates, which is just publicity for 2K at the end of the day. Which is genius. I think the marketing campaign-wise, that's awesome because it's all about creating people to talk about your product. So right now, that's they definitely have that down. So me and you can argue about who's better between Tatum and Simmons after the podcast. So, Kendall, I believe you have a story you want to share with us today as well? Yes. Uh, last week, Comcast officially announced that it'll be formally withdrawing from competing and bidding for 21st Century Fox. As we know, Comcast was uh, in a bidding war, essentially, with Disney, who don't exactly like each other. Yeah, we've talked about the the Fox Comcast thing almost ad nauseum on this podcast. <laughs> okay, nice, good. Yeah, no, we've talked about it all the time. We've talked about the state of the MCU and does this mean that the X-Men and Deadpool are going to be going over? Will we be seeing Deadpool in the next Avengers film, possibly? Uh, what they plan on doing with the properties? And my favorite question, is Lisa Simpson officially becoming a Disney princess? I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes, for sure. She needs to go in the roster. It's it's something Jason said maybe months and months back when this news first got <laughs> dropped in. I am now almost lobbying for it to happen. So exactly how much is Disney now buying Fox for? Because as we mentioned, it was a bidding war. So that means somebody had to say, I'm going to pay this amount of money. And then someone's going to go, no, you're not, because we're going to pay this amount of money. Well, first Comcast bid $65 billion, and then Disney upped the price to $71 billion, which... This is billion with a B? Billion with a B. So we're talking big cash right now. And yes, um, the $71 billion was apparently enough to intimidate Comcast. So uh, Comcast uh, C CEO Brian Roberts basically... Wave the white flag. You know, if I if I remember correctly, too, they actually made a public statement going, well, waving the white flag and going, good job, Disney. You know, you clearly had more money than us, you know. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the deal has been solidified. It just means that the only person that was challenging Disney is now out of the race. For all we know, somebody may come out of left field and go, hey, you know, Amazon Prime Day wasn't that long ago, so we know mm -hmm. that the uh, Amazon CEO now has a bunch of uh, spending money he can possibly use. Maybe he'll come out of left field and just swipe up Fox. True. The bidding war isn't Allegedly. over for sure. We just know that Comcast is officially out of the race. I'm secretly hoping for Disney to get Fox only because I want to see the Marvel properties yeah, married together. Again. As an X-Men fan, I'm like hoping for it. I just uh like they've done so well with, like I'm a Star Wars and huge X-Men fan and they've done so well with Star Wars and if they get X-Men, I feel like they'll just make it so much better and like keep more true to the actual like core like original storyline. Original storylines. Two good stories to start off the uh first couple student ran MCBS podcast. I like to thank uh Ben and Kendall, for being here with me. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I had a Thank blast. Thank you for helping me overthrow Pete and Jason. It was a very good revolution. Everybody did well. Woohoo, crew. Woohoo! Exactly. 
So this has been the We Are MCBS podcast. I am Mr. Tyler Ozzy Oswald, and I hope you all have a very good week. We'll see you.